What? That's... Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's the after show. We've got these bird sounds for y'all. Bird sounds with Ben and Jeff. That's right. <laughs> Polly wants a cracker. Here, I'm trying to. What kind of bird is that? Is it? I can't. I can't make it. It can almost. I can't. I'm trying to just blow. What what is it? You got to hold your hands just like this, and then. No, you see, you're you're not. You got to get them folded like that in the top. Okay. I can never do that thing with a blade of grass. Yeah, no, I can't do that either. I can't. I can't tell what you're doing and just spit all over my hands a lot. You're really good. I, I mean, they, they won't be able to see this in the recording. I'm really good at this. Yeah. I'm doing it. You're nailing it effortlessly. And I'm also talking while I do it, which is even more incredible. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird that you can do that. That's like a you got a trick hand or something. It's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Kapow! We're here, ready for you to take uh, whatever you got for us. Yeah, yeah. It's good to be back, Jeff. That's right. It's been uh, it's been a time these past couple of weeks. Had uh, some folks from the East Coast out handling our uh, year end production. For the past couple of weeks, so yeah, we've we've been in this room a whole lot, and now we're back in this room again for more. But there are fewer of us, so it's it's less. Uh, I don't know. I didn't actually. Uh, some people complained that the room got a little hot uh, and and a little stuffy. I didn't notice it as much this year as I normally yeah, do. Yeah, I we, don't know why. We got that. We got the fan going in between sessions. Mm. I think that helped a lot. Yeah, that last one when we were here till like late like 11 or whatever it was yeah i got i was getting sweaty i was i was well it's like after seven they turn off the ac so you're kind of like yeah you, you get it at both ends and we at had that the point we had the door open and all the game spot people who were here covering the game awards could hear us screaming at each other about video games it was great yeah i don't know that we screamed that no. well i don't know it's a couple there was a couple passionate hey, moments sometimes uh he had some he, wait some heated gaming moments we're gonna have to edit that thing yeah <laughs> don't worry jim's okay. on top of all the cuts make some cuts to that that bad boy let's just say I'll, I'll never look at the entire east coast crew the same way again it's, yeah they got a different thing going on i wasn't there. expecting I all like, of them to be that way yeah, but but gosh i guess uh you know what are you gonna do um we're here. Uh, we can take your questions in the chat via an, a handy ask a question button. Uh, we can take your questions via Discord using the handy instructions listed there at the top of chat. And uh, we've also got some voicemails. If you want to leave some voicemails, 707-EXIT-FLU is the phone number to That's dial right. with your phone, an actual phone or a VoIP phone. I don't know. I don't know. What people you can are, use anything that makes a call. Anything that makes a call, like a bird, iPhone. Like a, like a bird call? Can I... I can blow 2600 hertz with this perfect pitch and get right into the trunk. Is that going to make me poop? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a brown box is what they call it. <laughs> Let's see here. 
Oh, man. Uh, Rohit N with some talk about Sigil, John Romero's uh, upcoming Doom mod that he's putting out. According to the id Games archive, megawads are PWADs that contain 15 or more levels. Sigil qualifies because it has nine single player and nine multiplayer levels. Huh. I didn't know that megawads was a term that had existed before, let alone uh, had such a, a well-defined uh, definition. Weird. Yeah, I still can't tell you anything about wads. Uh, yeah, no, the, your, the conditions of your parole prevent it, I think. Uh, solo Bebos. Uh, solo Bebos. Solo Bebos. Uh, says publishers didn't really believe the PS4 and Xbox One would be as big as they were. Don't you think publishers will be better equipped to release stuff besides sports and ports to the PS5 and next Xbox? Yeah, I, I think that they will probably be a little more in on it, but also because of things like the architecture might not change quite so much. And also, um, you know, the streaming stuff will kind of be weighing on people's minds a little bit where, you know, people are already making PC games. If the architecture of these new consoles don't change that much, they kind of get some of that stuff there. I, I think it's a, it's a different enough situation that it's it's a different situation. But uh, at the end of the day, yeah, I think that they're, they're, the, the appetite for new consoles, I think, will be... Uh, the, the, the perception will be higher this time out than it was last time. Uh, Footmunch writes in, do you think Infinity Blade dropping off the App Store means anything for Epic? Yeah, they took the Infinity Blade games down. Yeah. Uh, I think Just it, like ripped them down, not even like, hey, you have a week to... Yeah, no, it's like, hey, they're down today. If you bought them, you bought them. If you didn't, you didn't. I don't. I think I own one of those. I think I also own one. I own the first one, because after that, I kind of didn't need two or three. Yeah. So, I played uh, Punch Out. Yeah, exactly. I play. I played a lot of Punch Out. I don't. I don't. I didn't need an iOS. I don't know. I, it I, wasn't racist enough for me. Was the problem? Right. Yeah. The characters were not. Oh God! I played the arcade version of Punch Out over the weekend. Yep. Holy moly! If you thought the at home ones were bad, I didn't out there, folks. Pizza pasta. Pizza pasta. Uh, hey. Uh, yeah. Also in Smash, I guess he's piston. There's Piston Honda and Piston Hurricane. Hurricane. Yeah. Now. I think Piston Hurricane is in the arcade one and Piston Honda is in the home version. Yeah. Oh, but they also look different. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Vodka Drunkinski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Fucking video games, man. Okay. All right. No. Infinity the, Blade. Infinity Blade. Oh, yeah. Infinity Blade. I don't, you know, whatever. It's... <laughs> Uh, I, uh, that stuff is weird. Cause I, you know, I, I get it, whatever. They don't want to sit there and update infinity blade, uh, forever. And they don't, you know, they, they don't want to assign a team to it to keep working. They don't intend to make another one. So whatever, uh, they're, they're moving on all that sort of stuff. It makes sense to pull them down, but also there's just something about the idea of, Hey, these games only exist if you bought them already. And there's kind of no way to get your hands on them anymore. That feels bad. Uh, games should be available, I guess. I, I think, I don't know. That's yeah. Um, the Holy Ghost. Do you think Steam was aware of the Epic exclusives? If so, did they just not see it as a big deal? I mean, Epic changed, or I'm sorry, uh, Valve changed some of its percentages on game payouts like days before this thing launched. They smelled something. Yeah, they they definitely knew something was coming their way uh, for sure. 
So whether they knew the specific games, yes or no, I, I don't actually know. I don't actually know. Um, hmm. Paul W. Graham asks, who would you most want to make a new level pack for some old game they worked on? Level Lord. But like what game? I mean, oh, I guess this is, this oh. is maybe the better. Like what, what game would you want to see more levels for? Uh, Super Mario World. Yeah. Like that's, that's always my go-to and I've sought out a lot of the Casio and Casio likes. Yeah, and yeah. Like never beat any of the really hard ones, but. Kaizo. 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 Like yes, Casio, <laughs> like the keyboard. Like, no, wait. Just because I, I, I like to me that's perfect platforming. Like in my mind, yep. that yeah, is yeah. the pinnacle of, of platforming, and I guess platformers are the easiest. Like, hey, we made a cool level for mm-hmm. this. You should check out Super Mario Maker. <laughs> yeah, we still, actually, we'll still need to we'll still need to check that out. Yeah, because you made some stuff during Extra Life. That I we pulled my Wii U out because I remember I grabbed an extra copy of that game that was laying around here, and yeah. I dusted my Wii U and everything and set it up. Nice. Didn't play it. Yeah. Well, um. Uh, Syndicate, the Syndicate reboot. Okay. I know that they, at one point, had ideas for more multiplayer levels they wanted to do for that. I would... I'm just thinking of that because I have a, I have a, a framed poster from that game at home that the devs sent. You know what uh, I did yesterday, which is an answer to this question? What's that? I played half of the Titanfall 2 single-player campaign. Mm. And, man, I, I, like, I played up through the, the house building level yeah yeah that's like a, if they had more sh- if they could do more shit like that i'd be all in yeah they it's it to me it's just like incredible level design yeah uh, it's what a fun what a fun ass video game what a great shooter campaign in a world where people seem to not give an f about battlefield 5 man what if there was a hot titanfall sequel yeah I don't know if that would work. I, I don't know. Who I, knows? They, they for should make, me. They should, yes, I think another Titanfall would be great because both of those games have been fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got a call over there? We do have Let's a call. Let's take it to the call can. We're taking it to the call can. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? I got nothing over Hello? here. Hello? call. I don't want to blow up your name. I mean, he's been on the line for a while. Maybe one made a sandwich or something. Mm. I'm going to check in. And we'll, we'll give you a call back, caller. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Trim Fandango writes and says, After a year of silence, the devs of Descent Underground have rebranded the game as Descent 2019. Yeah. Uh, with more focus on single player. <clears throat> Do you think this game has a chance to carve out a sustainable uh, niche for itself in the market? No, I, I, I guess I don't. I, 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 I played don't Descent yeah. at PAC or E3. Uh-huh. Um, like it, like it to, sure to, is. To like bluntly answer the question, like Descent, like, no, which I don't I, really think has a place. Like it'll be. Cool. It has a place, but like a sustainable, like like I, you know, is that going to be like a hugely popular, wildly successful? Like ah, Descent is back. Like I, I like Descent. Yeah, but I feel like every time I've played a game in the years since that is like, man, you like descent, then you're going to love this. It's like pushes me a little bit further into like, did I like descent? Cause if you're saying I, if I like descent, I'll like this. I don't know that I like this. Um, or, or I don't know that I like it enough. I guess it's like you, you play it and go like, yeah, this is fine. 
but it's not something that's like over the top amazing like oh descent's back you know so I, if they've got the name that's kind of neat yeah but, and it plays like it looks like it plays like descent yeah. i got i got disoriented completely within minutes of playing so yeah okay it nails that yeah i i don't know though it's uh I liked Descent, all three of those games, a lot, a lot, a lot when they were coming out. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't know that that's something I necessarily need more of. Unless it's I, well, whatever. If it's done well enough, then sure. But I and, and maybe the answer is that like none of the games that have kind of come out uh, have been all that great. Uh, I got Descent three in a box of cereal. When I was a yeah. teen and really got into it, yeah, that's a that's a fucking kick ass game to be getting yeah. in a box of cereal too. It's bizarre. Um, got right. another uh, call out of out of the call can. Yeah, let's see if this one works. Right. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hey, it's uh, Andrew calling from snowy Alberta. How y'all doing? Hey, Andrew, we're doing fantastic. What's on your mind? Excellent. Well, uh, there's been a lot of talk this year about games respecting players' time. And I was just wondering, um, after struggling through Odyssey and Red Dead and a couple other handful of choices this year, what your guys' most respectful games were for your time? Um, things that you felt good playing all the way through? I guess Dragon Quest Eleven was probably the one for me. Um, mm. Ben, love the glasses. Take care, y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Huh, yeah, like, what's, what's like, a really tight... Burnout Paradise. Sure. That game starts with, like, you just driving, yeah. and it goes... Uh, I might me- say that, like, the, like they could put a fast travel in there or something like sure. that. Sure, I guess towards little... the end, it does dip yeah. back down a little bit. I mean, for me, the, the answer for these games are, like, games that I feel like are the most respectful are the games that have theoretically incredibly high skill caps, like fighting games, like Dota... It, you you get out as much as you put in. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think I think Ted Cells is really good. For yeah, that. that's a great one. Uh, te- 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 Tetris. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It, it's a it's a weird question because you have to think about the whole front to back experience. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like games that are you know that are somewhere in the vein of a, of an Assassin's Creed or something, but they just have a really tight story and well paced. Like nothing's immediately coming to mind. Uh, I just don't think I clicked with any like big game, like story driven games this year. So, so maybe I'm Celeste is maybe the one I would go to from this year, mm. just because that one, like, I came in expecting it to play a little bit like Towerfall, and it did. Sure. So I was already, I already had that benefit. Yeah. So like, I wasn't. There was no really learning curve at the beginning. It was just like more of learning the mechanics and then right, going right. from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a, a a good choice. Um, let's see here. We talked a little bit about the Epic Store on the show today, and uh, Doritos writes in and says, "Is the Epic Store actually more of a Discord store killer than a Steam killer?" I feel like any traction they may have had just got scooped right up by Epic. I don't know. I like like I feel like Discord has been targeting a lot of indie games and stuff like that so far. And, and they've, they've been slowly building out their library of available games, but I, I don't hear anyone talking about the discord store in terms of it's a thing I'm using. It's no. only in conversations like this, where we're having these theoretical discussions about the concept of them having a store. And so I don't 
I don't know that they have made any significant inroads there. So maybe a big company like Epic coming in does do something to that to that business. I, I don't know. It's weird because on one hand, yes, <clears throat> like it it over definitely overshadows the Discord store. Yeah, but as a whole, disrupting Steam, like you know. If you break apart the behemoth that is Steam out of the chaos, there is a chance for somebody like a Discord to make plays at getting users they might not have originally been able to get. Right. Uh, So there's a story that started making the rounds in uh, late November. Recode has it on November 21st. Discord hired Catalyst Partners, which is an investment bank known for selling tech companies, uh, with the implication being that maybe Discord is looking to sell. Um. And so then who who steps in and buys it? Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't even know who has a vested interest in that. Yeah, there was... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's... They, they both have, uh, you know, they, they, they both have Tencent in common already. Yeah. You know, Tencent had made some investments uh, <clears throat> in, in Discord. Um. I've seen some rumors, like some people floating that maybe a Microsoft could get something like that. Sure. That might be a a good thing for them. Uh, I feel like that's such a big, it's not, but in my mind, that's a big competitor to Skype, which, yeah, well, I mean, like discord, I feel like launched itself as like kind of saying like, don't use Skype anymore for Skype and, and Slack and use this, um, and and I well whatever I, I think Discord is great I, I I really do like it as just a, a service and a, I, I think it's really useful it's like the Discord servers I'm on have largely replaced like I don't leave like Twitter clients open on my home machine anymore mm-hmm. uh, but I do keep Discord open most of the time I uh, use Discord on mobile quite a bit too yeah yeah and I think uh, if you think about Microsoft being in this position of you know people still don't like the Windows Store for games. Uh, they need to do something. They need to make some changes to make their store better. Uh, the Discord store, I'd say, is is there. Also comes with this kind of large chat component and all this other stuff. Like that could be a cool thing for them to have while they're in this weird acquisition mode uh, of of kind of buying up different publishers and and maybe you know services like Mixer, like they bought Mixer, you know, right? So maybe something like Discord would fit there. I don't know. Tactful Ogre says, what would it take for you to be interested in a GPU with ray tracing? A price drop, a killer app, both, something else? Like, I think it's price for me at this point. Like, I have to see it. I have to see, like, a game really making good use out of it. And not just, like, a tech demo. I need to be sat in front of something yeah. and play it and just, like, see it for myself. So I guess they, they patched up... Um, battlefield to where the the later drivers or whatever are a little more optimized so people using the ray tracing don't see as much of a performance hit as they were before and so maybe people might be able to play those games on ultra with ray tracing turned on without getting some insane uh titan $2,500 fucking graphics card which is just a wild amount of money to spend on a gpu um, I think ray tracing will come into its own and, you know, will probably 
will probably make its way into more games and that will precipitate more competition in that space and that will precipitate lower prices. You know, it happens, but uh, it sort of happens slowly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think like people are giving NVIDIA a ton of shit for this this round of cards and kind of saying like, hey, they're not a big deal. And I agree. And I think the way they've been framing the cards and saying how important and impressive they are is like kind of bizarre. Um, but like they'll be right eventually, probably, but probably not even these cards, probably the next, the second round of RTX cards or something, right? Who knows? Um, you want to, yeah, I want to take a voicemail. I want to hear a voicemail. I want to hear some voices. We got a lot of voicemails because we got a lot of weeks going. So some of these day a little far back. If you want to leave a voicemail, Style 707 exit flu and speak into the thing. Try and keep it like under, I don't know, let's say 90 seconds-ish. But don't like look at your clock while you're no. doing it. That doesn't lead to just good try and, yeah, Just try and be concise. Because I'm honestly going to glaze over a lot of these really long ones. But uh, We see the minute count yeah. on them before we even hit play. And it's the text. That's super, yeah. So if it's long, it better be good. All right. Here's actually kind of a longer one that I think is pretty good. Hello, Baron Jeff. Uh, this is Arya from Toronto. I was just calling to ask your opinion about um, these, uh, well, time release schedules uh, for video games and how they've changed and how I honestly don't know what to expect anymore. Um, this came up, in, uh, came up to me uh, when I was uh, thinking about how I pre-ordered uh, Battlefield 5 and uh, its release was uh, pushed back. But now uh, the people who have ordered the Prime version actually get two weeks of access, <laughs> and they might not have even pre-ordered the game like I did. Uh, and also, you know, other games like Red Dead Redemption 2 getting pushed back for two or three times. Um, and it's just that I don't know whether these delays could be justified or not. And there was a time that I knew when to expect games to be released, and I could take publishers' words for it. Right now, I just I don't know what to expect anymore, and uh, it's just that when I compare it to other industries uh, or other uh, businesses, usually when some sort of delay happens and the person trying to deliver a project uh, fails to do so at uh, at the promised time, they usually offer some sort of explanation or recompensation. But the way okay, goes from there. Okay, but. Uh, this kind of is two topics combined at once, but the the staggered release thing, which is a conversation we're familiar with, right? Uh, co- in combination with delays, is creating a really weird precedent for releasing video games. Yeah, I think the Battlefield one is maybe the most dramatic one I've seen of like getting two weeks early for buying the expensive version, where that was like we got the game in. And even I, w- I was playing the game unsure when it was coming out or who was getting to play when. It was like, well, there's people on the servers, so it's out in some form, right? But normally the EA, I was playing on Xbox One, and normally the EA Access stuff was like, you get to play the game Friday instead of Tuesday. If you're in EA Access, you're playing the demo or you know whatever it ends up being, um, like the 10-hour thing that they used to do. And... Yeah, Battlefield was weird because there was there was that version and then there was some version in the middle there when people got to play and then it finally came out on like the 20th for for real. Um 
as for pre-orders and delays and that sort of stuff, I think, you know, the, my advice always kind of just comes right back to just don't pre-order games. Um, and you know, that, that, that's, that's more or less the, the, the end of it, uh, at that point, I think games are, I think projects get delayed for a lot of different reasons. And I think games in particular, you know, there, there's the, some of them get really large in scope. Some of them get away from people in ways that need to be fixed up and they get late feedback where they're like, Oh, the market has changed. We've been in, in, we've been in this project for so long that things just in the marketplace have changed in a way that we need to now try to react to mid development. Uh, and, and Oh God, what are we doing? Um, and so I think that, yeah, I, I guess I just, I just come back to, you shouldn't, especially that far out to where a delay would, would affect you. Like you, you, you probably just shouldn't be pre-ordering games. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Lars C says, if Drake made gaming cool, who would it take to appear with Ninja to make gaming uncool again? Kim.com. So pretty much same moment right yeah. there. Just, oh, just the part everyone forgets. Grand opening, grand closing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rim Janer says, do you think uh, Battlefield 5 held back coming soon features to keep people subscribed to EA Access? No, I, I think that that game came in super fucking hot and they got out what they could. And, you know, they had some plans about, hey, we're going to release some stuff after the fact because it's a live game and we want people to stay engaged and playing it. But I don't I think the stay subscribed to EA Access stuff is maybe like a minor, minor thing uh, in the grand scheme. You know, they they yeah, they, they have bigger fish to fry, bigger things to worry about than than that right now. So. Hmm. HK Ultra Blizzard says, how upset are you about Twitch banning nudity very soon? Like, wasn't this already? already? Like, yeah, like this, this is, what are you talking about? Uh, you got another uh, call over there? We do indeed. Let's, have a caller uh, on the line. Let's take it, take it to the can. Caller, go ahead. Hi, uh, this is Danny from Texas. Hey, Danny. What's, uh, what's going on? What's on your mind? Well, um... Basically, I was listening to this other podcast, uh, Eyes Left, today, and uh, they were talking about how apparently Twitch has been having military recruiters show up in streams for uh, like military sim games uh, or those that are kind of on the line like Rainbow Six Siege Hmm. and have been getting in there and uh, essentially uh, propagandizing to the people who are playing the games in order to uh, have them interested in like the link like recruitment sites and stuff like that. And um, I remember uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 kind of brought this up briefly, which is when I first uh, heard about like this type of thing about like the military using video games as a way to propagandize. Yeah. And I was just wondering what your guys' take was on that, uh, because I have had friends who have either thought about or joined the military because of games like Call of Duty and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for your call, Danny. That's... uh... I think creeping into someone's Twitch chat and and trying to sell anything guerrilla marketing style super sucks. Yeah. Uh, and when the military is doing it, I think that's like worse in, by some degree. Because like know, selling like, you something is one thing. 
selling you on selling signing you up the military. for something that's potentially life ruining. Like, eh, you know, potentially. It, it can go both ways. Yes, potentially. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, say, you know, um, America's army was that. America's army was, right. was built as, you know, uh, as a recruitment tool. So, you know, this is, you know, the military has been trying to, do, the military always has to find ways to talk to the kids, right? They always got to find ways to. Whether it's cool commercials where you're climbing yeah. up a mountain and an or eagle just, soars in the exactly. background. Exactly. You're just like, look at this fucking chessboard and this music's playing and like, fuck man, join the Marines. Um, you know, they, they've been trying different ways all the time. So I'm not surprised to hear that they have, you know, maybe tried to do video games. At some point you're like, man, is, you know, hey, we're having Pokemon tournaments at the, at the Navy recruitment office. Come on by. Hey, what do you think of these water type Pokemon? <laughs> Let me tell you, life on a submarine's a lot like hanging out with you know. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that you know, if you're running a Twitch channel, you shouldn't be letting people post links in chat anyway. You should be blocking that stuff. Uh, I know I do. I think it does by default. So yeah, uh, don't allow links unless you're playing Legend of Zelda. Nope, no links allowed. <laughs> Use the randomizer to play as a, a bomb. A moblin. Or, yeah, a moblin or something. Um, oh, a, a tea tree says they, they didn't mean Twitch. They meant Tumblr banning nudity. Oh. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It sucks. I don't know. It, I, as somebody with a fairly active Tumblr, I think you can... Sure. I love pornography. <laughs> uh yeah, it's uh, you know Tumblr has been uh, you know a place for I, I think it, it you know it can be important I think for people to have like places where they can kind of learn about how the world works to a certain extent and and kind of express themselves and test the limits and 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 that sort of thing and 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 Tumblr had that vibe at times. Um, and you know, uh, Tumblr was full of all. Tumblr is full of all kinds of wild shit, all the time. So, uh, I don't know. I, I look at it as like you know, whatever. They got pulled out of the app store for um, a much more nefarious and fucking like even like like very clearly fucking bad uh, situation. And now they're trying to clean up that site to get back on the app store is what it seems like. But like. You know, ever since Tumblr and Yahoo got acquired by Oath or Verizon or whatever it is, you know, you kind of see like they're not going to find great ways to monetize Tumblr like that. That community is not really open to uh, seeing a lot of heavy handed ads and all that sort of stuff. Like it was just going to be very hard to make that like a running business. So in some ways, this is like, well do you want this slow drain of people away from Tumblr because it's not getting any attention or not getting enough attention uh, at the corporate level so that it can grow and change and evolve and all the other stuff? Um, or do you just kind of want to rip the bandaid off and say like, Hey, we're not shutting it down, but look, where this is, you know, we're, we're taking the first big step in, in kind of backing away from this thing. Uh, you know, that, that seems like it was always set to happen and to ask a company like fucking Verizon, to be like, let us host our porno images on your on the website you own. Like that's not some corporate interest is never going to be uh, equipped to be on that side forever. No, 
they're eventually they got to answer to yeah, shareholders. They're, yeah, eventually they're going to be like, oh, you're right. We got to get the porn out. We're a family friendly business. We can't. Oh, geez, we can't be. Uh, we can't host Tumblr anymore. Uh, so I'm surprised that Tumblr is still running some days. You know, yeah. and and after they pull that stuff out, we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, it's not like the site's going to immediately go away or anything like that. But you know, obviously a lot of people have left, which doesn't help keep that thing afloat. I've seen people talk about going off to Pillow Fort. I've seen people, you know, a lot of a lot of people moved over to Mastodon at that point, um, which you know makes sense. Uh, hey, did you see there was a big Fallout seventy six patch? Oh yeah, what it do? <laughs> I was reading through it this morning, and there's some real highlights in there. Uh, I'm just going to go through a couple of them. Holotapes. Choosing play upon finding a holotape in the world while using the Quick Boy version of the Pip Boy no longer prevents voiceover from playing. Okay. Wind chimes. Wind chimes can now be placed. AFK okay. timer, which was a thing apparently. The timer that disconnects players after a period of inactivity has been increased from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. And the warning prompt will now display three minutes rather than one minute prior to the player being disconnected. Uh, that doesn't seem like a major i don't know, you know i don't know 10, 10 minutes, minutes afk like you go let the dog out and get distracted for a second and you're out of that game and you should be <laughs> how about this one scrapping fix an issue that could allow a player to unintentionally scrap their pit boy <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of these oh, good good for them for for supporting that game because lord knows it needs it yeah i guess so needs something Shut it down. Give everybody a refund. Uh, Soul Cake. Oh yeah, he, he mentioned this. I heard about this. Uh, what's up with Battlefield Five giving a fifty percent discount? What? So I guess if you try to buy Battlefield Five from within Battlefield One or Battlefield Four, it, they'll sell it to you for thirty bucks. Wow, that game came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. That game does not seem like it's doing very well. Uh, from from what I've seen. Wow. Uh, also, Hitman on sale for 30 bucks right now. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe I'll go. Which is... Like the complete... Does that include I the one s- stuff? I assume it does not include the one oh, stuff. Man. Um, that's my guess. What do you, what do you want, man? It's, yeah, I know. Come on. Uh, how about this very important voicemail here? Okay. Let's take this very important voicemail right here. Ben, Jeff, important question. You have to take one. Dog... With human hands or cat with a human face. Thanks. Is a cat with a human face a cat at that point? I assume it doesn't talk. I assume it doesn't act like a human. It just does all the cat things, but with a human's face. That that sounds terrifying. I don't know. Imagine it like rubbing up on you. Would it still be furry? It's got a beard. Oh, man. A very soft beard. Oh. Hmm. Still have whiskers? <laughs> you can choose whose face it is, too. Is it, can it be mine? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go... Dog with human hands seems like... Uh, uh, seems like they'd be able to like get around your anti-dog security measures a lot yeah, easier. Yeah. Opposable thumbs. Yeah. Like just like reach stuff. up on the table and pull food down. Yeah. They'd be picking up stuff and carrying it around, not in their mouth. Poop. Yeah, they'd be picking up poop for sure. Uh, that'd be good, though, if you could train them to pick up their own poop. Bag it up. Well, they, you know, we're not saying they can stand up on their hind legs and, and and you know, manipulate their arms like they were arms, right? I mean, so that's 
that's still kind of a i'm gonna go with cat with a human face and i'm gonna make the human face Polly shore and then i'm gonna have friends over and be like hey check out my cat it looks like Polly shore and they're gonna be like no it doesn't and then it's gonna turn around and it's gonna be Polly shore's face and they're gonna be like whoa could you train it to say like one word or phrase we is the juice yeah <laughs> or just like it turns around and just like anytime it wants food it just goes buddy like that and <laughs> And then you don't own a cat anymore. You're like, I have to get rid of, I have to get rid of this cat. I can't have this cat anymore. Ah. Fool Injection says, when did Borderlands on PlayStation VR become a thing? I feel like I knew nothing about that until about a week ago. Yeah, they announced it pretty late and then didn't it come out this week? I totally forgot about that until, yeah, Borderlands 2 for PlayStation VR. They announced it and turn it around or they announced it very close to release and i think it's out this week i don't know that doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a thing i would want to do i don't know uh perpington is porn actually better in vr better is a weird term it's bizarre nothing gets better than just (laughs) magazines yeah we have not gotten better than magazines if they had lenticular magazines that you could tilt and it would work like an animated gif then then you'd you'd have everything you actually need right the, the pinnacle of pornography are those little pens that you turn upside down and yeah. the ladies clothes come the off stripper pens yeah, yeah absolutely that's it hasn't gotten hotter than that that's for sure um VR porn is bizarre because the scale is usually off and you've you either feel like you are like a very tiny uh, man or a very gigantic 20 feet tall. Sounds man. like I should get into VR porn. Yeah. It, it might give you some weird perspective on things for sure. <laughs> it's like when I was playing the dwarf in Vermintide and yeah. I couldn't see over the grass. Exactly. It was, it's a lot. It's a lot like that. It's a lot. Like <laughs> You're going to say I have trouble seeing over the grass. Yeah. Um, and then that, that VR Kenojo thing, which is actually like interactive. It's on steam. That thing is just creepy. But like hilarious. I don't know. It's hilarious. <laughs> what do I think about VR porn? I think it's fucking hilarious. I think like one day in the future, we'll all look back and struggle to remember a time before everything was VR porn. Yeah. Like it'll it'll get there. But for now, it's kind of just a weird thing. Yeah. It is. You know, it's it's out there. I wonder if it's like a good business because I feel like there was a, a a gold rush of like we need to produce VR porn because these people are buying these headsets and we can charge them a lot of money for this VR porn. I wonder if that's still the case or if that business has dried up a little bit. It's definitely not dried up. All right. Well, I guess maybe that's going to do it for the show. I don't want to talk to you anymore. What? I mean, it's been two weeks. We got a lot stored up, and it's nice to finally just like release it and get it out there into the world. Yeah. It's a megawad for sure. 15 levels. We'll be back next week with more for you. Yeah. More of this. I might be gone. Jeff might have me disappeared. So if you're, yeah. if you're listening to this, I did not leave on my own free will. Oh, Ben, just, he had better opportunities. He decided to just uh, get out there and just see what the world had to offer. Uh, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, 
707 exit flu. Watch live if you want the Discord info. Yeah. And uh and thanks. We'll be back. See you soon. Oh, oh. Here, here.